Welcome to Mr. F Digs Movies. I'm your host, Mr. F. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today, everybody. We got a really cool special show this week. This week's episode is the Sundance Film Festival edition. Woohoo, that's right. I got to go to Sundance. Well, not really go to Sundance. I guess Sundance came to me on my couch virtually through the magic of the internet. It was awesome. Uh, this podcast, I think, is going to be awesome. I can't wait to talk about a bunch of the movies I saw with you. Now, if you've never listened before, you need to know something. This is an interactive podcast. You don't just sit there and listen. I mean, you can, but I'd like you to move more. See, this doesn't work the same way that most movie review pods do, where the host tells you what they think of a movie, and then they just talk about it for a while. I actually walk you through how I do my review so that you can do those same things along with me and voila, boom, bam, create film criticism of your own. Now, why would you want to do that? Why would I want to do this? Because, folks, the universe needs you to talk about movies or TV shows, whatever you like. So let's do that here together. Now, maybe you just like movies, TV, and you want to listen to me talk about them. That's great. We love you. Please hang out with us. Thanks for coming out. Maybe, though, you're already talking about movies a lot with your friends. Maybe you're going on TikTok, YouTube, whatever newfangled thingamajig the Internet's invented. And maybe you're just interested in talking about movies in different ways and more fun ways. And then, yes, I am here for it. This is the place to do that. The goal is to build a ginormous squad of teenage critics that will take over the universe. So let's get started doing that. Let's have some fun. Let's do some film sism together. All right, folks. So this week we're going to be talking about a film I saw at the Sundance Film Festival. Its title, it's got the longest title in history, I think. It's called Aliens Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out. Yeah, like I said. I think it set a record for the biggest title at Sundance. I'm going to talk about that film, and like I said, I'm going to walk you through how I did my review. However, I usually like to start out the program by just mentioning something else I've been watching, and I'm just going to give you a very quick one of my patented report card reviews of a film called Beyond Utopia. It's one I saw at Sundance as well. Um, the story, it's a documentary film about getting North Korean defectors out of North Korea and into South Korea. And it's about a gentleman who is a pastor in South Korea, and he runs this super extensive network of like agents and like double agents. And he, he, he bribes people to get people out of North Korea. And it's not as simple as going over a border because the border between North and South Korea um, has millions and millions of landmines in it. You literally cannot walk across it. Um, there are a bunch of landmines left over from the Korean War way back in the 20th century now. I don't have a map in front of me, but you have to go through like five countries. You have to go through China, Laos, I think Vietnam as well. It's not easy. It's an amazing story. If I gave the story a grade, I would give it an A. Uh, the next category is people. So we're not talking about acting here because it's a documentary. So I just have to talk about the people I met. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the, the man who runs this organization, he's freed thousands of people from the oppressive regime in North Korea. Uh, he's just an unbelievable person. And we get to follow very closely the family uh, that escapes from North Korea as well. Their bravery is just magnificent. I, you can't watch this film and give the people in it anything 
less than an A+. It's absolutely extraordinary. And then how the film was made, I call this category film nerd stuff. It was unbelievable. Like they actually embedded a film crew with the family trying to escape this pastor guy who runs the network. He has cameras embedded all along the borders, like secret cameras to like make sure you know when it's safe to cross and where where all the military are, where the army is, guarding the border. I mean, it's just absolutely nuts, the footage that these people got. I'm going to give Film Nerd Stuff an A. Overall grade, I'm going to give this film an A. Check it out if you can. It's a really moving, stirring story of you know, just people doing good in the world. And it's something we need more of. It's something we need to watch happen. Check it out. I don't know how to watch it right now. I'm hoping it gets picked up by... Uh, movie distributor if i ever hear i'll let you know but again the title is beyond utopia check it out if you can but now i'm going to walk you through how i did my review of aliens abducted my parents and now i feel kind of left out let's do this people all right here we go uh, this is going to be my review on the film again aliens abducted my parents and now i feel kind of left out the first thing I do to make my review, and the first thing you're going to do, is called Foos. Now, if you don't know why it's called Foos, don't worry, I'll tell you in a minute. Just kind of roll with me. Now, during Foos, what we're going to do is we're going to collect a bunch of ingredients for our review. Okay, We need some material. We need stuff to put in our review. So the first thing I do is I write out a list of all the memorable stuff from the movie, all the thoughts I have about not just the film as a whole, like you can do that, but thoughts I have on things that happen, you know, opinions, anything that jumps out at you, okay? So anything you find, let's say, weird, you find interesting, you find uh, fun, funny, or maybe you, something you see that's important, write it down. This is like sometimes your teachers say there are no wrong answers. This part of your review, there are no wrong answers. So write a huge, ginormous list of all your thoughts and all the things you noticed about the movie. If you want to do that right now, Hit pause. Now, again, you probably haven't seen the Aliens Abducted movie. I'm just going to call it Aliens Abducted from now on because that, that title is so long. I know you haven't been uh, able, probably, to see the Aliens Abducted film. So you can be doing this with any movie, with any TV show you want. It can be something you just watched. It can be something you watched years ago. Totally up to you. Whatever it is is fine. Just remember the universe needs you to talk about the movie. So hit pause. Write down a list of stuff that you noticed, or you, if you want, you can listen to my list and then hit pause. Up to you. I'm just going to share the top three because otherwise we'd be here all day. Things I noticed in Aliens Abducted. Uh, number one, the chemistry between the two leads is absolutely phenomenal. It's so good. Like I love the two lead characters so much. That's one thing I noticed. Um, the second thing I noticed... The parents of Itzy, the main character, they're so completely cringe. It's it's way over the top cringe. Like I've seen cringy parents before. Ooh, man. Like if, if cringe ever gets uh, put into the Olympic Games, they're going to medal for sure. The last thing I'm going to share that I noticed are the logs. Yes, I'm talking about, you know, chopped up tree parts, logs. There's a scene that has logs like other things too but there are logs in it and the logs make the scene so much better it's like amazing 
because of logs. All right, you got this, folks. Take whatever you've been watching, write your list down. Don't listen to that little voice in your head, by the way. If something in your side of your head is telling you that, ah, you know, that's not important or no one's going to care about that, you say, sit down, part of my head that's saying that, and be quiet. Write it down, okay? What you notice matters. Everything you notice, even if you can't explain why you noticed it, if it seems important to you, write it down. Have fun. Hit pause because whenever you hit pause, the magic of podcasting, I'm here when you come back. Hit pause, make your list, and we'll go on to the next step. So now we're to the part where FOOS comes in. Yes, you get to know what FOOS stands for, okay? So you've got to start. You've got a bunch of things you notice. You've got a bunch of thoughts about your film or TV show. And it's great, but it's not enough to make like the, an incredible and awesome and ridiculously amazing review yet. You know, like think about if I wrote my review, I would say Aliens Abducted My Parents, yada, 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 is a really good movie. I like the two main characters. Their parents are cringe. The logs are cool. Thank you. Good night. That's, I mean, that's something. And if that's all you do, that's great. But we can do so much more. So we're going to do something called FOOS. FOOS is spelled F-O-O-S. It stands for Fact or Opinions. Here's what you do during foos. You're going to take, again, if you want to talk about movies, you're going to like use foos to make all those note things you noticed and all those thoughts even better. Look at your list. Okay. Pick maybe like I did pick three that you want to talk about. You can pick more. You can pick less. This isn't school. You don't have to follow directions. Exactly. Don't worry about it. Just have fun. Look at three. Let's say again, three, look at three of them. And I want you to identify them. Is the thing you wrote down a fact or is it an opinion? So I'm going to do mine. You can, again, hit pause at any time, do yours. The first thing I noticed was the chemistry between the two leads is amazing. That is an opinion. That's not something I saw. Like, I saw them being amazing, but, like, other people won't think they're amazing, probably. It's like, you know, we all have our own way of looking at things. So that's my opinion. So that one's an opinion. The parents are completely cringe. I mean, it may feel like a fact, but that's my opinion. Other people may look at the parents and say, oh, aren't they wonderful? Everyone should parent like that. Yeah, but again, it may like 99.9% of people out there may agree that they're cringe. But again, it's an opinion. The last one, the logs are fantastic. That's definitely opinion. So, wow, I didn't use any facts today. Um, I just used opinions, which is okay. Now, the second step of foos is I need to make a pair. Okay, fact and opinions go together. So I've got three opinions. I have to come up with facts for each of those opinions. Here's what I mean. The chemistry between the two leads is amazing. I need to go into the movie and say to myself, hey, self, what did you see? What did you hear? What literally happened in the movie? What did the actors say? What did the set design look like? All that kind of stuff. What is a fact from the movie? that you saw that made you come up with that opinion, okay? So, I mean, some teachers might call this evidence, right? I don't like using teachery words during this, but you know, that's what we're talking about. So here are the facts of the film that made me think why these two leads are so great. Like Itzy, she moves to Montana and she gets sit next to this guy, Calvin, who in 12th grade math class literally walks into the room with a spacesuit on. Okay, now that would absolutely freak me out if a person came in with a, a legit spacesuit, like full helmet and all. What I love is, though, like they get paired up to do a math problem right away, and she's just like, she rolls with it. 
right? She's just like, okay, hey, we have to work on this. There's no like lifting of the eyebrows. There's no eye roll. There's no like on her face. She just like rolls right into it. And he's taken aback by that. He's like, whoa, like you're not immediately running away from me. I think that's what led to me thinking they had such good chemistry. And it continues. And again, there's going to be a million things in that movie that led to their chemistry. But that's one actual thing. That's like a thing that happened in the movie made me think that the parents being completely cringe as an opinion. So I have to come up with what did I notice in the film that made me think that, well, they're, um, they're really Randy, which means they, they like smooching and, you know, telling everyone that they like smooching. They like going on romantic getaways and shoving it in their kids' faces. That's pretty cringe. Uh, they move halfway across the country and, they buy a fixer upper and the door like literally falls off as they walk up to the house and they just laugh about it. That's they're just so weird. Like there's so many things that happen that make me think they're weird or cringy. Okay. So my opinion, cringy, I need facts from the movie to back it up. These are things I'm probably going to include in my review. Nothing spoilery, right? But I'm going to not just include my opinion. I'm going to put in some facts to show people why I think that. And then, you know, when people read or listen to your review, they're, they're going to agree with you or disagree with you. And that that's fine either way. Um, the logs. Okay. Very slight spoilers here. Don't worry. Like, I think you can keep listening. There's a scene between Calvin and Itzy. They are, I'm just going to say it. They're, they're about to smooch. The thing is though, they're in the woods and they're walking around and they're gathering up firewood. So they're both carrying these gigantic, armfuls of logs, which means that it's very difficult to smooch someone if you're both carrying like 12 logs between you. It could have been like a really just, you know, regular, not boring, but like a scene you've seen a million times before and nothing special, but the logs just kind of make it funny. And not only do they make it funny, what I loved about this scene is that I don't think either of them have a whole lot of experience smooching people. And it's like, they're so nervous and so sweet that they can't like think three steps ahead. Like, oh, if we are talking this way and if we are looking in each other's eyes this way, the logs are going to be in the way. Like they can't think that far ahead and just like drop the stinking logs. I thought that the logs really, really just add so much to the scene. Like I, I love this scene. It was so good. Okay. But those are the things that, that happened. All right. So we're on foos. People, look at what you wrote down. Is it now? I didn't have any facts. So, like, if you have something like that, the the if you, you just like describe something that happens in the movie, or you wrote down a line that someone said, what I want you to do is pair it with your opinion. Like, what do you think about that thing in the film? What do you think about that line? What feelings does it bring up in you? Okay, so match it up. A fact needs an opinion, and an opinion needs a fact. Hit pause, have fun with booze, and I'll talk to you in just a second. I hope with whatever you're going to write or talk about that you've got a list of a bunch of stuff you noticed. I hope that you took at least a few of those things, figured out if they were a fact or an opinion, and then came up with the opposite, an opinion for the fact or a fact for the opinion. Now, look at what you've done so far. Just check out all those amazing ingredients. We've got a lot of good stuff that we can probably put into our review. Maybe we'll use everything. Maybe we won't, and that's okay. 
But I can tell you folks this, your review or whatever you're going to do, like maybe you just want to talk about the movie instead of like saying whether it's good or bad, whatever you do, it's going to be absolutely delicious with all these awesome ingredients. Okay. I can't wait to read it or listen to it. Uh, by the way, at the end, well, I'll tell you right now, just in case you don't want to listen anymore. If you are writing about movies or TV, or if you're recording videos and posting them about movies or TV, I would love, love, love to hear what you're talking about. So one way to do that is to email me, whatever you've been working on. My email is Mr. F, that's M-R-F, Mr. F digs movies at gmail.com. You know, anyone who sends me something, I promise I will read it or listen to it. And you might just might get mentioned during the next podcast. Okay. I know big stuff, right? Let's move on. We're going to, this is a part where I usually play a little game to make one of the things I noticed, like to even make that, that ingredient better. But I think today what I'm going to do is I'm going to just think about the theme of the movie. Okay. So this isn't really a game, but this is something you still can do to really, again, dive into that really juicy, awesome critic stuff. Um, this feels like a theme movie to me. You know, it's definitely the, the audience for this film is teenagers. There, there's no foul language. There's no drinking. There's no hanky panky stuff like that. Um, which means that it just feels like there's a message in it. One way to figure out the theme, this is something, again, try it with your movie or TV show. I want you to answer this question. What is it that the characters in your movie want more than anything else in the whole entire world and the entire universe for that matter? What is it? What's that thing they want more than anything else? I'm going to show you how I use that question to help me come up with even more ingredients. Itzy, what does she want more than anything else in the world? She wants to be back in the big city. She moves to Pebble Falls. It's a tiny uh, rural town. She thinks that her entire life is going to be boring while she's there. She wants nothing more than to go to the big city because that's where she'll be happy. Calvin, more than anything, wants to be reunited with his parents. The parents who, because you know the title is not a spoiler, were abducted by aliens. Here's the thing. When I wrote those two down, and I did write them down because it helps me to actually look at it instead of just thinking about it in my head, it seems like they both want to get away. You know, I think Calvin would love his parents to come back to Pebble Falls, but he's just as happy to go off in outer space with them and be abducted by aliens himself. Itzy wants to go back to the big city. They both want to get away and go somewhere because that's where they think they're going to be happy. I'm just going to think a little bit more about what, what I just said, what I just wrote down. Again, I'm writing all this down. I think one thing is I, I, I think about these kids. I'm noticing they've only got one thing on their list. Like if they wrote a list of things that will make you happy, it's you would write down, I got to get back to the city. Boom. That's it. There's nothing else on her list. Calvin, same thing. I want to be reunited with my parents. Very short list. Only one thing on their list. I don't have any problem with the things on their list and nor should anyone. Well, who am I to tell you what you will make you happy or not? But I think it's kind of a eh, dangerous. Isn't the right word. I think it's a little tricky thing though. If you've only got one thing on that list, 
right? If you've only got one thing that you think is going to make you happy, what happens is I think you tend to really like hold that thing tightly to you and you kind of smother it. I think that it also keeps you from looking at other things to put on your list. You know, you're going to miss some really great, amazing stuff that's happening right in front of you. Just by thinking about that question, what the characters want more than anything else in the world. And I just wrote down the stuff that, that I just said. I've definitely got some sweet, sweet stuff to talk about in my review about this film. I know theme sounds like something you would only do in English class, but I'm telling you, this is one time where when you ask, am I ever going to need to use this stuff? If you want to be a film critic or even just talk about movies at a high level, yeah, you should probably be using some of the stuff you learn about in English class. So again, this is the last time. Hit pause, ask yourself that question, write down the answer and, and your thoughts about that answer, and hit me up because we're just about to the part where we're going to start writing. All right, so we are just about ready to start writing or maybe recording. What we think about the film or TV show that you watch, we're going to take all our ingredients, we're going to arrange them, um, we're going to use some of them, mm, probably not all, maybe, it's up to you. A writing tip today is I'm going to give you a sentence. We're going to play something called Critics Mad Libs, where we take a professional movie critic's sentence and we copy, not the sentence, but we copy the structure, the way it's built, the way it's organized, and we replace it with stuff from our movie or TV show. It's sort of like copying, I guess, but you know, think about it. You learn how to dance by uh, copying the moves of other people. You learn how to play a sport, usually by watching athletes on TV and then trying it out on the court, trying it out on the field. That's all we're doing here. So today's Mad Lib is by a critic named Jeffrey Lyles. Jeffrey Lyles has a film critic site called lylesmoviefiles.com. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. Um, this is a review about a film called Doggone. So Mr. Lyles is reviewing the film Doggone, which is on Netflix. It's pretty good. I reviewed it a little while back. And here's the sentence that jumped out to me. I really like this sentence. He wrote this sentence. He said, Doggone isn't a perfect movie, but like a skilled harpist, it delicately plucks along at all the intended emotional heartstrings for a rewarding, feel-good movie. I think that's a good sentence. Okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to copy the way he built it. Okay? So what he did was he said that his film, Doggone, isn't a perfect movie. And then he said, but like a skilled harpist, we're going to come up with our own occupation. Okay, maybe not a harpist, maybe a construction worker, maybe a doctor, maybe a graphic design artist. It can be anything. I want you to think about this. Why did Mr. Lyles choose harpist? Okay, because he noticed something about the movie. Listen to the rest of his sentence. It delicately plucks along at all the intended emotional heartstrings. He's taking the idea of heartstrings plucking at them. The movie's hitting all those heart strings, just like the same way that someone who plays a harp would pluck at the strings. So what you have to do right now is think of what does this movie do to you as a member of the audience? How does it make you feel? How do you think people are going to react to it? Okay. And describe what the movie does to you. And then think of a job or an activity or an action where, where that happens. 
this may be a little tough, I know, but what this critic Mad Libs thing does is it forces you to think about what you watched in the same way that a pro would. Believe it or not, sentences are just thinking written down and each sentence that someone writes is showing the way they think. And I've never really thought this way before. So it's forcing me along with you to think about my film in a new way. Here's my first shot at it. Okay. Aliens abducted my parents and now I feel kind of left out. Isn't a perfect movie, comma, but like a, instead of a skilled harpist, I'm going to go with a genial, which means friendly, genial game show host. Now, why did I come up with game show host? I'll tell you why with the rest of my sentence. It asks important questions of the characters. Because I really do think the movie is asking these characters, like, what do you think about happiness? What do you think about the idea of home? What do you think about the idea of parents? It asks important questions of the characters while making sure the audience, that's me watching it, is entertained and never confused. By going over theme, I was like, wow, like the film is asking questions of the characters, but it also like entertains me. So it's kind of like I'm thinking who asks questions and make sure people are entertained. A game show host, maybe like one of those like late night TV shows where like, you know, like uh, people interview celebrities. Maybe I could have gone with a late show host. I'm just going to stick with game show host, though. What do you think? What does your film do to you? It's probably best to think of the sentence backwards. What does your film do to you? Think of a job or an activity that does similar things and say that's what the movie's like. Okay. So again, I'm going to read his sentence one more time because this is podcasting. You can't really see it. Doggone isn't a perfect movie. That part you can copy, just change your title. But like a blank, what's the job? Like a skilled harpist, it, what does the movie do? It delicately plucks along at all the intended emotional heartstrings for a rewarding feel-good movie. Try it, okay? Have some fun with it. Be goofy, be creative. I always have the best time when I'm being goofy and creative. So give it a whirl, see what you can do, and keep writing. Okay, I hope you're having fun writing or talking about movies or thinking about what you're going to say. Again, I'd love to hear what you've got to say and what you're watching. I, I, I can't even tell you how much I would love to hear about that, folks. Give me a shout at MrFDiggsMovies at gmail.com. Thanks for hanging with me this long. So I'm going to give you my full review of Aliens Abducted my parents, and now I feel kind of left out. You know, I don't even know if I'm getting all those words in the right order. That's how long this title is. Anyway, I'm going to give you actually an abbreviated version of my review. You can catch my full review on my website, which is just MrFDiggsMovies.com. Here we go. Uh, First subject is story. This is a wonderfully wholesome movie. And I know that a lot of times the word wholesome is code for lame, but not in this case. Okay. And, you know, I mean, Yeah, the edgiest moments consist of fifth grade fart jokes, but the movie is fun and I I dare say it's kind of moving. I'm going to give the story a B minus relationship is the chemistry is just amazing. And, you know, they're inside a pretty goofy uh, outlandish story and their chemistry kind of like keeps you believing that the story could actually happen. I'm going to give the people a B. Uh, Film nerd stuff, how they made it. 
again, logs. I'm going to talk about the logs. I talked already a lot about the logs. Um, it's just a great move, you know, to include that, to make a scene which would be very straightforward and just okay to make it into something really special and memorable. And using, you know, not fancy camera tricks, no special effects, no complicated uh, writing strategies. They just used a bunch of sticks on the ground. Fantastic stuff. Uh, film their stuff, B minus. Okay, and the final class of, or subject is the elective class. I'm going to call this one, This Must Be the Place. It's okay to have just one thing on your list of things that are going to make you happy, but man, it makes life a, a little difficult. Okay, because you cling to it really tightly, you don't want to smother it, um, and and you got to make sure that you're looking around and seeing all the incredible things out there, people. There are amazing things, and you may you may be sitting there right now thinking, nope, nope, I actually do just have one thing that'll make me happy, and I am going to go out and get it. Determination wise, that's great. Goal setting wise, fantastic. But just don't cut yourself off from all the amazing possibilities out there. Okay, and I'm going to give that uh, elective class a B plus. The final grade for the film, I average all those together. I'm going to give the film a B. And my final comment is my final draft version of Mr. Lyle's sentence. It goes a little something like this. Aliens abducted my parents, and now I feel kind of left out. Isn't prestige cinema. But like a good-natured late show host, it asks intriguing questions of its characters while making sure the audience has a blast. Notice, get it, blast, rocket ships. Yep, I meant to do that. Thanks so much for hanging out with me, everyone. I've had a blast. I hope you had fun too. I love talking about the movies. And for us to really talk about the movies, I'd love to hear what you're digging out there and say about it. So if you would, please send me your stuff. You can reach me at mrfdigsmovies at gmail.com. Uh, I promise I won't share it with anyone unless you want me to, because I would really enjoy sharing what you think about the movies and TV, what you're digging with everyone else through this podcast. I won't share it without asking you first. Don't worry. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, hit a follow, whatever you need to do. Remember, the universe needs you to talk about the movies, so please keep doing it. Have a ball. Stay safe out there, folks, and take care of each other. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.